Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You can tell our friends And they can have my things when we're dead Welcome to the Boys Cast with Ryan Long First podcast exclusively for the boys Boys, 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 boys This episode I have a conversation with my man Justin Silver because me and him are going to be coming to the Comedy Connection in Rhode Island together. So I decided we would talk about a bunch of stuff. He is a, a successful comedian. He's had his own TV show on CBS. It was a, he's a very famous dog trainer, and he's done, and he's a well-known comedian around the New York scene and toured the world and blah 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 blah. I am Justin Silver on Instagram and Twitter and everything like that. Now, and we're going to go through this article as the authority on dogs. Women and big dogs, everyday target for sexism, as well as some of the problematic areas in the championship dog area, as proposed by Huffington Post, as well as this woman that went on this experiment where she was telling a guy's uh, she went on dates with a hundred guys and has all these problems with everything that guys do in the world on dates. And we're going to go through all that leading up to our show. So I know that's just one show, but we're doing it together and it'd be cool to sell it out. So that's why I thought it would be good for me and him to talk about that stuff as well. I have put a solo episode on the Patreon with some cool inside scoop about the last Trump video and the, and the place we did it at and went through the article about uh, that I mentioned last time. I went through all the stuff about, you know, they need more disabled mannequins and the the uh, talk about how government's telling businesses what to do and a lot of other inside scoop at patreon.com slash the boys cast. And that's up now. The Boys Cast, thank you for supporting, and this is Justin Silver. And so Justin, like I already mentioned this probably before, but Justin is like a, a super funny comedian, but also this like professional dog trainer. You have this your own show, and you do all these private lessons and the whole thing. And you're probably one of the best guys at ignoring like woke shit. Like remember when yeah. we were at <laughs> we were at uh, your friend's house and. Um, uh, literally, it was the day of the riots, and I was like, "Dude, we gotta go to the riots!" Like, and Christina was there, and she was like, "She was like for real." So she was like, "I know we have to support," and I was like, "I meant I was gonna go to party." And then I was like, "Justin, let's go fucking party at the riots tomorrow." And you're like, "Dude, I want to make pancakes tomorrow." <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Here's the thing: is like, I I support I like support the protesters. I get all that, but it's like, and th- this is like, I, I could be at fault for this, but like. Because I do so many things in my life, I'm being this is like a I'm being sincere with you. Because I do so many things in my life that like are like giving back to the community in ways like I run a charity, I do all this stuff with dogs. 
it, and then I'm like, if I don't I know I what podcast the, you think this is, but people are like, yo, pussy. I get that. <laughs> but like, because I, my, I don't, I can't sit there and watch the news and be so affected by things that at the end of the day, I'm like, how much control am I going to have over this? And what's the, like, how, wh where, how do the scales weigh in terms of how much that's going to fucking tax me just in terms of anxiety about worrying about things. So it's like the way I get information is when people go, can you believe that happened? I go, Oh, what happened? And then you, yeah. you tell me something and then I know that's it. Well, it is. It's like, that's when most people live their life. It's like, you care about your own thing. And everyone's like, you should care about this. Like, yeah, dude, I'm fucking not 20 years old and I'm not an activist and I'm not going to live my life based on like whatever new movement you think I should be, uh, like out there holding a flag for today. This is that, but I, but I have the things that are like super important to me. Like when it's like animal rights, things like that, Dick. like I'm like, I'm like on the forefront, I'm like on the forefront of I wouldn't say pushing agendas, but like educating people when it comes to like, those are the things that act, those are things that matter to me. Does it, do, do, do the other social things matter to me? Yes. But those are not the things that are on the forefront of my agenda. They're just not. And so like, it's okay to say that and be like, well, then you're racist. Like, well, I'm actually not racist, but that's yeah. just not on the forefront of my agenda. Yeah. Sorry. I'm not like, you don't just like jump and I say how high every, right. and change my entire identity for, yeah. for every two seconds. Like whatever you think's in vogue right now. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't think black lives matter more. I couldn't think all lives matter more. Like I don't, that, that's never even been questionable in my mind. So it's like, yeah, I don't have to sit there and mark. I like, I'm not having that argument. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it was funny. So, but the, there is this thing with like all the woke stuff. Like it just infiltrates every part of your life. Cause there is a lot of people that I know that work at companies and whatever. And they go, oh, I'll just kind of like ignore or whatever. And you're like, there's a point where you're like, you can't. Like if you're a sports player right now, you can't just ignore it. If you work at a, any sort of station, like you can't, there is a point where, and even with you, with the dog stuff, like you oh have people God. messaging you. So Justin posted um, like can, a video. Can I, explain, can I walk it yeah, through? Explain it. Okay. So, I know, like, Ryan will tell you this, like, I've, I've been living in New York for my entire life, so it's like when you're born and raised here, you kind of, like, walk between the raindrops here. I know everybody in every neighborhood of every ethnicity. Like, I'm like, dude. I, dude, Justin like, walks his dog through the area, and 19 gay dudes are like, Justin, crazy <laughs> night last night at the BF. <laughs> but it's like, listen, I swear to God, I have, a guy, I have, like, a guy who could, like, I got to have a guy who, like, fix your ceiling, neuter your dog, and kill somebody if you wanted to, and it's all <laughs> the same guy. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I, I work in all these different neighborhoods with everybody from like really, really privileged celebrities like up in, you know, Upper East Side mansions to like working, working in like underprivileged schools to educate kids on like, you know, animals and how to train. So I work with drugs after hours. Exactly. So I'm, I'm in Bushwick. This is so funny. I'm in Bushwick and I was like, hey, I'm, I was just explaining how to do something on like a live with a client that I was with. Right. She's without Andrew Schultz's dog. No, not Andrew Schultz's dog. Uh -huh. She's she's Spanish. We're friends, right? So I go, and there's like all the there's all this Latin music playing in the background, and I go, and you get to listen to this dope ass Latin music in the background while we train. And then these guys are screaming at each other across the street, and this guy sounds like da 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 da, -da and I go, pop 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 pop, right? Compl and this guy goes, hey, I was so on board with your teachings until all your racist slander, <laughs> and I was like. Wait a second. That's what you got out of this video? Like I did this whole tutorial yeah. on how to do something, and then he goes, you know. You're trying. It was just a long message. You're trying to grow a following. I don't know how you think you're going to accomplish that with your with your toxic responses. Now, and I was just laughing as I'm like, no, toxic would be is if I did what I did on my comedy page, where it's like I screen cap what you just wrote, then tag you in it, and then I say, hey everybody, go for it, and yeah, I just let everybody like, I'm like you're out of your mind, dude. Yeah, dude. I mean, it was a little much Pick when you had the battle. dog video where you said, and also take your dog, and if you're Chinese, uh, you will say ching chong, ching chong. I thought that was a lot. Yes, that was a lot. 
But there was yes. a, what was so there's this article and this is this is a HuffPo. There's two HuffPo articles and they goes women and big dogs everyday target for sexism. So that's the gist of the article. And we had to get that. OK, so the I'm going to go through the whole thing. But the, the gist is that she's saying that when she was walking her dog because she has a big dog, people are like, you shouldn't have that because you're a small little woman. So she's getting sexism because she has this huge dog and everyone thinks she shouldn't handle it, which is kind of reminds me of what happened to you at the stand where the comedy club and this lady comes Ugh. up to Justin <laughs> and she goes, oh, I really like I follow you. I like your videos, but you're too rough with the dogs. No, 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 no. That's not what she said. What'd she say? She goes, you're so aggressive with them. And I'm like, first of all, you did the last thing you could ever describe me as is it either rough or aggressive? I go, what do you mean? Because you have a big you know, pit the, bull. Way you, the, way, the way you handle them and play with them. I go, wait. I go, what are you talking about? She goes, well, there's just such big dogs. I go, did you watch the ones with all like the little dogs I have? Because I have more little ones. But she goes, oh, no, I just see the big ones. I'm like, yeah, well, scroll down, idiot. Like, <laughs> like no. Yeah. Big. I play big with big dogs, small. <laughs> what do you? It's just like, yeah. And it's one, that's why I'm saying it's like it's different because there was a point where, you know, most of the uh, criticisms are like, oh, this guy's vulgar or whatever. But right now it's different because they're like, oh, this guy's racist. And you're like, if they tweeted Justin Silver's racist, that would catch on and become like an issue. So it's not just these like little things. But yeah, I don't care. Yeah. I, I honestly like yeah. all anyone have to do is hang out with me or ask me. I, let, let me tell you something. The squawking of every little insecure <laughs> idiot who has a Twitter handle wagging the dog of society big corporations hollywood all this stuff is so goddamn absurd like when i ryan i'm telling you, we were watching we were we were i was on some podcast and we were watching this video where it was where volkswagen apologized for their commercial that they did that racist commercial which was yeah. it and you could so see you what could was the so see the intent i'm gonna tell you you could so see the intentions of what this commercial was how it was misinterpreted and how volkswagen as a corporation just decided to capitulate themselves and just bend because they were like oh somebody said something here's what happened you have this cute volkswagen car it's like a yellow car and then you have like somebody like peeping in the windows of the car like oh that car looks awesome like dressed in like really fine clothing right and then you know when you do that thing where you're like i'm crushing your head i'm crushing like you wink yeah, one yeah. finger so your hands look like uh, bigger like they're crushing someone's head yeah, so yeah. then you see these fingers like pick the person up and move them away from the car like nope not yours it's mine like everybody wants one right now in today's day and age where we shouldn't see any color would it matter what color the person was peeping into the car and what color the hands were it shouldn't you're was like it oh, because look they at were asian and the car is yellow and that was the problem it wasn't that good one <laughs> <laughs> the guy peeping into the windows were black. The fingers grabbing it were white. And then Volkswagen was like, we're so outraged at our marketing department for creating such a racist career. It's like, that's not what you were doing. You casted somebody. The black guy got the bigger role, which is actually like, the, which is actually the role that he auditioned for. Because he's like, yeah, I'd rather be the guy. I'd rather be yeah. the guy noticeable on than the hands. And if we're all like, well, you know, we don't, no one sees any color. It's everything. It's like the, 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 the overemphasis of trying to make everything fair is it's just reversed racism. It's like, what's the difference between what color the hands were, what color the, uh, what, so they should both be black or both be white. So like, we, we got to just, you got to safe end it in every single way. How about it's all just people? You yeah. know, when you, when you watch God, when you watch, uh, when you watch cartoons or when you watch, what's, what, what's an example of like something for kids when you watch like the Muppets or whatever it was like everything Epstein's is Island. you're not like oh no the all the blue people are over here and the, it's come on man but yeah. to watch like corporations like the Chris D'Elia thing it was like I was listening to uh, uh, Joe and Corinne's podcast really good friends of ours without a country and they were they dug into what actually happened 
when they start they started like doing a little bit of investigation they're like okay so what are these allegations what actually happened what's provable and it turned out that like wh whether he's a creep or not a creep that remains to be seen who knows who cares but it's like the the whole idea that like well the accusation is the proof and then if you say well that's actually not well now you're victim shaming it's like that's not that's that 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 that's literally in opposition with itself. That's not true. It's like, no, proof is proof. Anybody can accuse anybody of everything. And for corporations like Netflix and, and contracts and, 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 his, and, his, and his agents to drop him, it's like, I'd be suing them for libel. I'd be like, when proof comes out against me that I actually did something wrong that is A, illegal, when any of these women step forward, anything happened, I'm not saying that, I don't know if he's a creep or he's not a creep. I'm not a creep to women. So I'm like, I don't identify with that behavior to begin with. But the point is, it's I'm still like, well, what actually happened here? What's provable? And then, like, we lo they looked into it a little bit. You're like, well, who's writing this article? Where did they go to school? What's their agenda? Oh, it's like a pop culture gossipist, like, looking <laughs> yeah. for something to preach a narrative that happens to be her narrative, and he happens to be the one that sort of that's, that's, that's the target she wants to throw on the dartboard for the day. It's like, well, that, you can't, that's not journalism. Yeah, especially after it happens like the 90th time. You're like, how many times like are people going to like fall for this before you go, okay, wait, 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 wait a second. Yeah. But the more, but don't you, but here's what I love about it. I'm like, the more it overplays its hand, it's listen, listen, I'm so, hashtag me too, fantastic, right? But then when you start to see when it's like the Aziz and Sorry story about some girl just describing a bad date, she's like, so I kept blowing them and then it kept, and then the day kept getting worse. <laughs> like, that's not an assault. Like, you just like, you, that's, that's just a, you're describing a bad date. And then all these women who are like, hey, you're busy squawking while we actually have something that's valuable worth listening to. You're diluting it. And so the more, the more all these like idiots over, like the more they overplay their hand, I, I think the more the little bit of chatter just sort of goes away and people are actually like, wait a second. Now we actually go back to where we were before. We're like, no, you need actual proof and you need like your statement needs to hold weight here. Yeah. It goes for a circle. And yeah. it, on the topic of the, like the same thing with the, Oh, why can't everyone just be, uh, we need to make sure the black guy has the right thing with the white guy, the di power dynamic. It's like, you also can't have both where you go, okay, we're going to tell you like how many of each race you need in your thing, but then we're also going to tell you how you can treat each race. Cause like, that's why I said my comedy, it's like, there's all these videos where they're like, okay, you need this certain amount of things. But it's like, yeah, but my videos are making fun of all the people in the videos. So if I have to put trans people in the videos, I have to also make fun of trans people. So I'm not right. putting trans people in my video where like, they're the hero every time. Cause that's not the type of comedy videos I make, but they go, I don't give a shit. Well, then change what you do because we don't respect or give a f shit what you're making. We just yeah. like, here's the rules. That's like what the government does. They go, oh, um, you know, we need to put like wheelchair ramps and everywhere. And that's the rule. And then some like business that's like a bodega is like, hey, listen, like I can't afford that. That'll shut me down. It's like, well, then get shut down then. We don't give a crap. Like, so it's, they, just, they don't care. Right. Yeah. The, the, the funny thing about your videos is like people like they, they don't they don't. It's like you you understand that like sarcasm and irony is the prerequisite to even pressing play here right you understand that like the whole point of comedy and this is like it's insane to me that this even has to be explained the whole point of comedy is to like caricaturize all these different social elements to make fun of it to show the absurdity of it all and if in the process of doing that you have to say the words that people are saying well you can't just be like oh well he said the word so now we can't you're missing the whole fucking point yeah, yeah skip that one though yeah yeah but i mean skip <laughs> right. that one yeah, because it's gonna be bad for the. Oh, movie. dude, you know, I gotta tell you, man, being like the age I am, it's so, it's like, it's, such, it's such a fun. It's what? Eighty-five. Being eighty-five, it's such a relief that like my generation, they don't so much think this way. And I'm like, I, I talk to so many people who are younger and like, 
you know, like millennials and even younger than that. And they're like behind closed doors are like, yeah, they, like none of us actually really think this way or feel this way. And it's like, we just have to do that to keep up, you know, to keep up with the Joneses of our friends group. Cause they think that's the culture too. Like I like you and I hang out with a lot of people who in their twenties, part of that culture. And it's like behind closed doors. It's like, no, I know you really don't believe this or think this way. You're like I know, I know that for a fact. Yeah, you're. Those, I haven't just thought of it. They just gave me my opinion, and I'm saying it. And you're like, "We'll break it down from first principles." And they're like, Ey. "Yeah, yeah." And then you sit there and you and you could just take everything apart, and then you have those conversations. It's like, "Yeah, well, you know, I say these words when I'm alone with my friends and blah blah." Like, we don't really think this way, but it's like you're supposed to. I'm like, I know that. Yeah, I know can. that. So don't get upset when I'm like, you know, when I'm just like, like I don't, I don't feel the need to tiptoe around my principles because it's like I kind of live my principles are like I don't hold real racist values at any way I'm mean, I don't have racist principles so I don't have to sit there and like tiptoe around the way I say everything to make your uh over exaggerated apologetic way of speaking more comfortable I just don't have to do that because I don't do that in the fucking first place yeah dude it's you're changing the whole thing for like the one pussy in the group and you're like hey how about you're just not in the group anymore then if like if the, yeah if you come around and you're like hanging out with a bunch of people and they're all everything they says is offending you it's like maybe that's not your group of friends maybe you need a fucking bunch of little pussies that's your group of friends yeah. where you all kind of pretend to be nice to each other because you're not actually really friends and you don't actually have any real opinions yeah. and like and like we're like companies like that why don't they be like yeah we were trying to be all inclusive and put different like what's the difference what color that hands are. Oil. Like, next, I want video to do here, next video will make this guy black this guy white happy like that's what they should have said because yeah. you know that's the truth you know they weren't being like hey we try to sell cars to everybody in the world hey but let's get our little agenda to make the come on man like, yeah, but who, there's sort of complicit in this. That's why it's like it's hard to go back, like look at the car companies a lot of times and be it depends on the ones like there's some companies that don't get involved. But there's other companies where you look back and you're like, yeah, you were a part of this culture to like to begin with. So now it's like biting you in the ass. Like it's funny. And, and that's I, a thing, right? Like, uh, yeah, was, I'm yeah. Jewish. Ask me what type of car everybody in my family drives. Um, A bag of money with wheels. Oh, no, I was going to say a Nazi tank, but no, they all drive fucking a train. Mercedes, I was going to say Bavarian Motor Company. They all drive. They all drive German made cars like. Those yeah, are, man. Yeah, there's like is, here's, here's another interesting thing. And this is true. I was talking to somebody about this. Like the interesting thing is that there's certain cultures that like even though they've been victimized, don't adopt victim mentality. And they're kind of like, yeah, we don't really care what you think about saying, think or th say about us. We're too busy in our own lane focusing. Who are they? In the there's like, there's cultures that just do that. And they're just like, they're too busy, like getting shit done to like worry about like the chat. They are. You look yeah. at like Israel and shit like that. And you're just like, yeah, we're just too big. Like we're the smallest country, the biggest badasses. And you think, yeah, but you think that uh, there's there's no Jewish people. Like if you take like, because a lot of especially like Jewish people in New York are just sort of like, they have the same like, you know, 20 year old white person mentality of like, you know, we're a victim. And there, there there's definitely as much of Jewish people in that. You're talking about like Israeli warriors. That's like a different type of, all those Biz, or got, or that's Biz a different type of human than your New York like asthma Jew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably true, but I—I I mean, maybe it's just a circle of people I hang out with that just aren't victimy. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't see you surrounding yourself. Well, that's how you get this article: women and big dogs, everyday target for sexism, with the dog expert. Bruce wasn't. Wait, with who? Who wrote this? No, no. This is like a chick. So she's this. this she's she has a dog, and she has a right. gripe enough to that she has to write an article for it. I and, will. I will uh, and here's what I do: when you when you explain this article and the point of view it's coming, I will give you a a literal. I will give you a legitimate 
expert opinion. You can tell by the way people speak what's going on in their situation. I yeah. solve people's problems I, by the way they talk on the phone to me when they're hiring me for sessions. I go, I know exactly what this issue. You could tell by their vernacular. So I will give you this from like a total objective opinion as if I'm reading this about someone whose dog I had to fix. Go. <laughs> okay. So this is what she says. Bruce is the dog's name. Bruce wasn't difficult uh, down to the fact that he's a big dog with a puppy personality. No, I was failing him because I have a vagina. That's what people are saying. Means that I'm ill-equipped to train anything taller than my ankles. So this is a, I'm picturing her walking through the park with a, the so this leash is a defensive the dog This is a defensive person to begin with. Oh, of course. She goes, okay. I'm no stranger to everyday sexism, but it still manages to creep up on me when I don't expect it. Uh, before I added a boisterous puppy to my home a little over a month ago, I had no idea the sexism I would encounter every time I left the house. However, there was one thing that I wasn't prepared for. The blatant sexism that I would face as a small woman with a big dog. So, and there's one more sentence. First up, came, first up came the clique of older women with their adorable aging lap dogs. And w when they had once chatted to me happily and made cooing and to me and made cooing noises at my pup, now they wouldn't even crack a smile. <laughs> Has that been your experience with women carrying I mean, the dogs? Like a mixed race couple in 1840. They see Jesus. a woman, they see a woman with a big dog and they're like, don't make eye contact with her. <laughs> He's not for you. A bunch of, just a bunch of women. She, hey guys, how's it going? You're like, yeah, we don't sort of talk to you anymore. That's, 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 I mean, it's so, it's not even like angering as much as it's laughable. Yeah, I love the idea. Cause of you're that. like, you're like, first of all, older women, like she was just saying, these older women with their aging small dogs, like, yeah. Anybody like people with small aging dogs are usually like, oh, look, there's a big dog. They get nervous no matter who's holding the other end of the leash. There's the first aspect. Here's the second one. All the people, most of the people I work with in the shelters and we work with like aggressive, aggressive dogs that are like like badasses. You see the ones on my page. Like I have that mm -hmm. 150 pound pit bull. All the women who work at those shelters, they're like little little Italian chicks from Staten Island and they handle those dogs fine. And the other thing is like big boisterous energy is like if people see a person, whether it doesn't matter what size they are, with a dog that's like bountiful and jumping, they're like, yeah. hmm, here's an indicator that maybe they don't have the most control over their dog. So it's like would size and gen would size and strength play a part of that? Kinda, but not not really, because it's like I I'm not the biggest person and I handle dogs that are way more than me so it's like i don't none of that you could it's just someone's like agenda is like hey let me just let me it's so seeped into the fabric of my being let me just have it stain every aspect of my universe and That's it's that, that thing with girls where they're like and anyone that has this like victim mentality anyone that doesn't like you anyone that's mean to you anyone that's anything to you you're like it's because i'm a woman yeah, oh it's like maybe you're walking around with your dog and those ladies hate you because you're the type of idiot that writes articles like this and yeah. they they had a bad conversation with you last time and then you're like oh because i have a dog a big right. dog is that I, I i should go up to girls though that with a big dog and be like oh you brought your boyfriend's dog out tonight that's a <laughs> that's nice of you to walk your boyfriend's dog <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a very uh, nice of you. Take your boyfriend's dog out when he's at when he's at work. I guess you have the day off, I would assume. Or I, I mean, uh, when when, he, when will dinner be ready? Or so you're taking the dog out before dinner? <laughs> dude, are you gonna get him back in time to make to make dinner and clean everything? Um, <laughs> dude, the defensiveness is is bananas, dude.
Yeah, you're pretty good at calling that out with girls like in real life where you're like, no, 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 no. This is what's happening. You're being defensive. You're being like this. But I don't even I don't even do it in a shitty way because I'm sort of like I feel like I, I feel like it's such a burden to constantly have your guard up. So yeah. I was like, I, I was listen, here's a here's a perfect example, right? I went on this date with somebody and we were having like a talk about we were you and I talk about this all the time. We were talking like masculine feminine energy and they were making like they were making a point about something and you could see like a lot of times what people do is when they don't really have their thoughts and their feelings in line with something, they pick the headline that's closest to how they wish they felt in sort of an idealistic way and then they start gluing to that they start gluing to that headline and trying to back that up, right? Yeah. And I could tell like there was like a lot of effort and she wasn't really like thinking this way and then she started walking really fast and walking ahead of me and it was almost like, <laughs> I swear to God, I took her by the hand, I go, I, and, and in such a nice way, I was like, hang on a second, I was like, come here for a second. And I just sort of like pulled it back, I was like, you don't have to do that here, by the way. And she just fucking exhaled and she was like, Dude, I so appreciate you saying that earlier because I'm just so used to guys like, you know, counterpointing with it. Like she came into this thing defensive and I was like, number one, like you don't have to like prove this point to me in chess beat. Number two, you don't have to like walk ahead of me. Like you could see like there's, there's usually like a biological component to what people are thinking or feeling. Like, yeah, you the girl version real big. punching a wall. <laughs> yeah, but you and I talk real big. We talk with our hands and when we're amped up, we get, I mean, you don't ever get any louder than you always are. I don't, I don't think that there I was. spilled three beers that, that night. But I'm saying, like, I was like, you you could just see it. I'm like, you could just, like, you could be at ease here. Like, there's such a fucking defensiveness with, like, the sexes. And it goes both ways. It totally goes both ways. Like, I have so many theories on why this shit is. But it's so, it's like, when, when if you've been, like, if, if you're not defensive in the first place, treat women well, respect, like, both. It's like, you, you're just never a part of these arguments. And then when people start presenting them to you, you're like, you can mitigate them so easily by just, like, I, I, sometimes I, I just feel like, I almost feel like the, like, like the basketball coach whose players are getting into a fight instead of yelling goes, what? come here, boys. Can you both come over here? Everybody settle down. Let's go back to what we're doing. And they're like, oh, okay, I get it. Like you just don't have to be part of the fucking fray. Yeah. And especially like if you get involved in like some new ideology and you're like involved in all this stuff, it's like, okay, I I'm fine with whatever. If I chose to date some chick, that's a part of that, which, you know, maybe isn't the move, but if you do and you go, listen, do what you want, but like, don't bring that to me. Like just, you know, cause yeah. you're into a, like a new thing. Don't, don't find your, out your new thing that you read on the internet and then bring that shit to me and take it out on me. Like, I'm not a part of that. I don't. And I also, I don't play that game. And if you want to, yeah. So you can kind of give it to him like that. But she says the people say that someone like me wouldn't be able to manage him and that he would get frustrated without having a proper leader. <laughs> I just love that. It's uh, but maybe it, that, but maybe, maybe instead of, like, maybe that's true in her case. Maybe like, she's not equipped to handle that dog and it's got nothing to do with like, like that's like, that's like her as an individual. Yeah, like, yeah. There, there, I dude. There's so many when I go when I go on training sessions. There's so many men where I'm like, like, there's they're like, they they they're like their voices are soft and all this. I go, dude. I go. You got to speak with some authority. You got to speak with some clarity, specificity. Did you ever get like a real like go, Brooklyn like wet noodle? And he's like, excuse me, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, I'm I'm always I'm like and I am, I'm like, what do you do for a living? And they're like, I'm in finance. And I'm like, right. So when if you're in finance and there's like a bottom line here, and you know you got to get shit done, like you don't bring that energy to your job where they're gonna be like, sorry, next. Like, you know, businesses don't care about like they're just like, no, we have a bottom line and it's math, and you better be getting this fucking job done. When at the end of the day, I'm like, 
yeah, I don't care that like, you know, you, you have to speak with a certain vocal tone and, and, and embody a certain form of, I don't want to say dominance because it's not dominance, but a certain form of like self-strength and self-efficacy to communicate this information. If you're with not a dog. doing that, you're going to get walked all over. With a dog, with a person, with anybody. But we're using dogs as an example. Dogs are barometers of their owner's dysfunctions. And you could tell exactly what <laughs> really? the dog's problem is. But you could tell what the dog's problem is by you look at the owner. You could I could tell what the owner's problems are by looking at the dog. I'm like, oh, this person's obviously like not specific, doesn't know how to like give information properly, is wishy washy. I'm like, because you could because those behaviors don't ex they only do they can only exist in the framework that you give them, right? Yeah. So that's why you could take dogs out of shelters and they're like, oh yeah, this dog's got like food aggression and dog aggression with other dogs, blah blah. And then I bring them in this house and I'm like, yeah, that's not an option here. So then they're like, oh, I guess I have to figure something else out. So you can always say like they only act within the allowances you're giving them. So you're like, okay, well, where are they getting this information? And it's like, oh, there it is. It's from Capri Pants Boy on the corner over there who can't like fucking raise his voice a little. Like, Come on, man. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, they can't handle a leader. <laughs> Just uh, and also, there's that element of uh, when you say that people are like yelling, like people have been saying to you, "Oh, uh, the dog doesn't have a proper leader." Like no one said that to you. You know what I mean? And if no they one did, said that, yeah, no one said no, those that words to you. didn't come out. But that's a oh uh, why uh, were the were poodles out of stock or it's just <laughs> interesting to me that you have a man's dog and you're a small little girl I guess you got it on a discounter it's an Adelaide Terrier Aired, Airedale Terrier you know what that is that's not a big dog <laughs> that's a big dog to her an Airedale. That's what that's she like says. A, it's, a, it's a medium large size. An Airedale. That's what she says. Like she's talking like it's like this huge Great Dane. Yeah, buddy, Ryan. You saw on that Instagram page, I have a 150-pound pit bull, right? Massive. Yeah. Massive. That's the biggest pit bull I've ever seen. Very aggressive dog. Not aggressive. Not at all. Big. Two, but strong as shit. <laughs> Likes to hunt me. The two, women, the two women that brought him here from the where they rescued him were like maybe five foot two. And the person I just got him, I just gave him to this woman who lives around my corner because I'm like, yeah, she's like a badass chick who can like handle this dog. And I'm like, what, what the fuck is she talking? What are you talking about? <laughs> Listen, here's the problem. Here's here's what this chick's upset about. It's like you're just weak and happen to be a woman. You're not you're not a woman so you're weak. You're weak but you happen to be a woman yeah. and then you're defensive about that. So stop blaming your gender. Uh, stop blaming your gender on the fact that like there's other problems with you. Do you think that like the terrible, you know, the worst type of person becomes a blogger or do you think there's some of when you come a blogger, you become the worst type of person? Like, oh, it's is it, probably both. It's both, right? Like once you yeah, start working like at these places, prophecy. it fills, yeah, fills your head with this, like, this is how you succeed by being this like piece of garbage. Ryan, listen, you could look at it for, listen, I'll, 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 here's the same exact, here's the same exact um, prototype for the, like, because you make videos that are about, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Culture. Um, I would say culture, but if they're controversial things, so then you're looking for controversial things to make videos about, and then it's like you get better at it, right? Right. If I'm looking, if I'm if I'm a comedian and I'm always looking for the absurdity in any situation, even in like horrible situations where it's not appropriate, in the back of my mind, I'm writing a joke about it for later. You know what I'm saying? If mm -hmm. I'm shooting dog training videos, right, and I happen to be shooting like ten a week, it's like. Yeah, I'm cut like as I'm walking around the street looking at situations, like I'm looking at it with that like that lens is on. She's yeah, got that if, so if she, I look you have that lens on. If I look across the street and I see a lady with the leash on her hand being dragged across the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> just getting like let go of the leash oh because i'm a woman i can't hold the leash like he's about to drive you onto the freeway no you can't hold the leash but you're a woman yeah no, that's that's the thing it's not no you're because you're a woman it's like no Isn't you, it? have to, you it's here's what it is it's you ever hear that phrase reductive oh ad absurdum no it's when you reduce everything to point of absurdity to the where it doesn't make sense it's like it's like someone going I don't understand why people like basketball. It's just a bunch of guys bouncing a ball around. It's like, right. eh, it's a little bit more than that. You know what I mean? It's like, you can reduce anything to the point of absurdity. Yeah, but it's, it's kind of like, like when you yeah. call out people's formula. And it doesn't, sometimes it does work. Like I said, the famously is when Family Guy was like, or South Park was like, Family Guy's just this. And then you watch it and it's all you can see. But like, sometimes you say, oh, all this guy does on Scream on stage. And then you go watch him and you're like, yeah, and it rules. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, some, yeah sometimes that is the case, but it's like, yeah, it's it's like it's it's like it's like, yeah, it's like the baby out with the bathwater type of thing. When and she said, "Missing shit." And I was told that I should have walked the other way around the park. I so this guy, she went and she said, "This guy said to her, uh, I was walking in front of a man eating a sandwich on a park bench, and I was and and when my curious little furball excitedly looked over at the tuna he was shoveling into his mouth from two feet away, I was branded a stupid girl." So I doubt yeah, that but that's happened. not what happened. Not what happened. Not and because then she goes, "That's not what happened." Here's what, not happened. what happened. Here's what happened. I. She's downplaying the severity of this dog's reaction. <laughs> right. Because nobody in their right mind, if a curious little poodle, uh, if a curious Airedale puppy came up to you, right? And let's assume this dog's like, let's, 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 let's go on the biggest end of it and call it 70 pounds, right? Same size as my dog, right? I have a pit bull who's got muscles coming out of muscles on his shoulders. I, my, I have... Two female dogs. He looks like Tasmanian Devil with the, when he's playing basketball. That's what it looks Humble, like, right? <laughs> he run, He goes up to everybody. He sniffs it. No one has ever. No all. No one has ever been like, oh, you can't control unless you honestly can't control that dog. No yeah. one does that. <laughs> so that's what, so what happened. So what happened is like what what's happened is like you're annoyed that like your dog's a little bit out of control, and because people point it out, that makes it a little bit personal to you, and maybe you don't know what you're doing so much, or you're not as good as like handling him as you think you do, so you're blaming it on the fact that he's big, that you're small, that your woman is like, why don't you just call things what they really are? Yeah, and she's dog shaming too. She's like, well, actually, just the, just my dog's boisterous, and you're like, yeah, a lot of people had boisterous dogs, and they're not anymore because they figured out how to train them. <laughs> right, and boisterous wouldn't be the word for that. Like, bountiful, jumpy, nat like, that just doesn't happen. Like a curious puppy doesn't just walk out. Like if someone's eating a sandwich and then they're like, Hey, you should walk the other way. That means that dog like lunge for that person, try to eat the sandwich. I don't care if it's playful or not, but you're like, I'm experiencing some sort of inappropriate behavior in the way this dog is approaching me and it's making me uncomfortable. So now I'm at the point where in a city where no one says anything to anyone, now I'm saying something to this woman and I have to say it in such a way where she get she's probably walked down the street like he was probably you could that just didn't that's not what it's happened. the equivalent of a guy you know because people think like women are better with kids it's a guy with like a two-year-old and he's walking around like kicking everyone and throwing stuff all around and they're like he's like and then they're like hey control your kid he's like because i'm a man i can't handle children here's what i'll do you know it'd be funny and i would do this like legit you can offer this woman you could be like hey I'll even have my female dog walker. Give me a week walker. with this motherfucker. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll have my female dog walker do a session where I'm like, do me a favor. Meet this woman in the nicest way. Assess what's going on. And then you go handle it and you just let me know what it was. And I get, and I'll have Aviva who's got Sweet Pea right now who handles them so beautifully. And all that. I'll be like, and you tell me. 
right? I won't even do it as a man because you're not even going to listen to me. I'll be like, yeah, yeah, I can't imagine. Because like, I, like I, tr- I train a lot of people. I'm like, you tell me what happened and then you give me the aggregate and then I'll have her come <laughs> on and be like, here's what, here's the situation. And she'll call it exactly the way it is. Dude, she'd be, she, she, someone like this would have a huge problem listening to a man trainer, right? Like everything would be like, hey, no. you're doing it wrong. Oh, because I'm a woman. You're like, you hired me to do this. I no, used to- they don't because here's why. Because here's why. You put I them put in their videos place. Up, I do these things like at the level that, listen, first of all, men don't ask for help. Okay. 90% of the people I work with are women and they, they, so many of them appreciate it. I go, listen, you're paying me a lot of money. You're paying me a lot of money and you're paying somebody who's like, I'm legitimately like a third degree black belt and not even self-proclaimed when it comes to this, like written books about this TV shows around the world for this, like trained what dogs around the country, around the world, around the country. Like, He's um, the guy that uh, trained Count Dankula to train his dog. <laughs> Do you know what that one was? <laughs> no, but I'm laughing just so Count Dankula trained his it. dog to do a Nazi salute. But but here's the thing is like it's like people you don't call me if you if you haven't like exhausted your resources at the first point. And they're like, no, 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 I need to listen to what this person has to say. And I'm like, right. Like, let's stop playing like man and woman. Like, and I tell them, like, when when I'm getting like pushback with men and women, I go, listen. Don't play that shit with me. I go, I was raised, I was raised by three women, my mom, my grandma, my aunt, everything I, everything I know, everything I know about assertiveness in business, how to, all this shit comes from my mother. So drop that shit right now. Cause my job is to make you the best version of yourself that you can be. And that requires you standing up in your own spine, whether you have a dick hanging between your legs or a slit, it does not matter. Yeah. So when you talk to them like real, like I'm not treating you any different that I would treat anybody else because we have an hour to get this shit done. So you can either throw a fit or we can fix this. <laughs> you you make the like di- and then they're like, and then they're like, like, and then they're like, all right, let's go. I'm like, so cut that shit out now. Could I have, I had to do it the other day. I had this woman, she was a sweetheart. She called me. She goes, I have this dog. You're the fifth person I've called, lunging, barking, all this stuff and everything. I go, okay, well, what did they tell you to do? And everything was like avoidance strategy, walking around cars, waving troops. I go, none of that is addressing the actual problem because the problem you have is an introductory problem because when this dog sees other dogs, that's when he goes nuts. So you can run around cars all you want, but you'll just continue running around cars. So I was like, I'm going to take this leash from you and I'm going to show you and I'm going to show you how to handle this. So I brought this dog into a pack Sit of like in the five car, dogs. Sweetheart. The dog starts barking and growling I go now watch this so I showed her these techniques of like how to hold it and she starts crying because she's like she's overwhelmed by it and I go listen to me and I said to her I go I get that you're emotional about it knock it off for you have to knock it off right now and she goes I go call your therapist after this you have an hour (laughs) with me for me to show you how to get this done and you're gonna stop crying when I actually fix it how old is this woman Late thirties, dude. I would love to walk down the streets of New York and just see you yelling at a crying woman. To but stop I'm not crying. yelling. I'm speaking the way I'm <laughs> yeah, speaking. I, out. I grab her hand and I go, "Listen, feel what I'm doing under this. Now you do this and stand in the middle of this situation and like st- stop crying about it because your dog sees you cry. Like stand up, like get powerful, get strong, like whatever it is you do. Like put your, put put like the fucking mommy pants on right now. And then she did it. And then at the end of it, I'm like, "Did you? Did you?" did you did you still need to cry about that thing she's like no it's gone now i'm like right when you stop like when you when when you stop wiggling in the fucking problem you get to like you you, you come you get to like you seek the higher ground in a way yeah and so i like i try to push people to that place and i do i do that i do it in fucking life with everybody yeah i know for sure well this is how she dealt with it she says and I was told that I should have walked the other way around the park. I debated throwing a full poo bag at him and then taking off, but I decided to smile and wish him a nice day. Ooh. 
<laughs> is this your dog? <laughs> throw throw shit at the guy and walk away. It's like if there's any sentence that tells you more than this guy gave you a weird look. Because she didn't even say anything. He just gave you a weird look, and then you decided I'm gonna throw shit at him and then run around. You're like, yeah, yeah. Who's reading this article, being like, what a psycho that guy is? Can you believe yeah, him? By the way, there's like in a million years, if you gave her that opportunity, there's no way she would have ever done that. No, and she goes, yeah, no, that's also true, yeah. I, I almost fucking yeah, gave course, him yeah, one. I'm sure you would have done that. I'm sure <laughs> you would have thrown a bag of shit in someone. Okay. When he was learning, when he was learning recall on a training lead and got too close to an unsocialized dog, but hers is socialized in her opinion, I was given abuse by the owner several times on different walks for being a skanky, badly dressed bitch. <laughs> That's what she says. Nothing to do with the dog. Just, yeah, when I'm walking my... When he call, this guy called, hey, you're a fucking skanky bitch. It's like, oh, I can't have a good dog because I'm a woman? And you're like, your tits are out. And you look... Like, what are you wearing that potentially <laughs> that someone's calling you a skanky dressed bitch? And what does it have to do with your dog? No, she doesn't have a picture of her. But I, my guess would be like armpit hair, the whole ball of wax. Oh, I was going the opposite way. What do you think? And super hot? Yeah, I was thinking. They don't I was write thinking, articles. I was for thinking more. I was thinking more like super hot. Like I'm out of the club. Like I walk my dog in heels type of thing. Oh, that'd be and funny. Like, but I don't see someone like that having a journalist degree. Like writing an article for HuffPo. For wait, wait, wait. What was the word you just used? A journal. journalistic. <laughs> a journalist. Are you are degree. you reading the crap you're saying to me? <laughs> <laughs> I said I said a degree, but I I, don't, I think you get a degree on. Uh, you can buy one on a bubblegum machine. I think is how it happens. <laughs> Just blaming everything uh, on sexism. My it. ex cheated on me because I'm my just because they think my dog's too small. <laughs> right. Every every problem in my life is because guys don't think that I can handle my dog. I'm sure. She's great. No, this, these girls are all great. She goes, it's almost wrapping up. We got one more article. Bruce wasn't difficult down to the fact that he's a big dog with a puppy personality. No, I was failing him because having a vagina means that I'm ill-equipped to train anything taller than my ankles. Now that Bruce is fully grown, I don't tend to get insults anymore. It's a fun fact that people generally don't want to insult anyone walking an overgrown terrier with such large teeth. If her point is to be like, hey... Having a big dog is like that Bill Burr joke is like have is like having a gun that you can pet. I would never put an air down terrier in the list of dogs <laughs> you'd think that about. It's like this isn't a Rottweiler, a German Shepherd, a pit bull, or like no. They have this idea. Dude, I'll show I'm gonna show you that there's this air down terrier that lives down my block. It's like the cutest, funniest looking thing. <laughs> yeah, this girl's idea is like she's just walking around getting like insane twice uh, a day. This, like, here's what here's what this article article should be called. Um, delusions of grandeur from a person who also happens to have a dog. <laughs> That's what this article is really done. <laughs> and then uh, there is one more part of this dog thing, but this is, I, you're not in like the dog show world, but. So no, oh, no, 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 but I train a bunch, I deal with a bunch of those people. So the Westminster dog show, they've, yeah. they've, there is like five or six different articles about this. It was a whole thing. And one of their issues is that the female dogs aren't winning as much as the male dogs and that and the reason for that is because when male dogs 
uh, win, they let them keep competing. And when girl dogs win, they make them go breed, right? So mm-hmm. so that's the issue. And they're like, <laughs> so Hollywood, Wall Street, and Main Street have all been scrutinized for being sexist. And now it seems that the Westminster Dog Show is also deemed unfair to females. People don't like to campaign females around because they don't like to jeopardize their breeding program, she said. Males can be used as a stud any time and still show and breed at the same time. And it's just like, when you read these articles, you go, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Like, who cares? Who the fuck cares? That female dogs aren't winning as much, like breeding. Let me tell you, something. do you think those dogs give a shit about doing that? <laughs> That's like, the I gist tra- listen, like, who is I this tra- hurting? Yeah, I train so many people, and I'm like, yeah, this is for you. Like, this is like, yeah, it's fun for the dogs to be social and run around and all that, but you could just yeah, yeah. take them to the <laughs> dog park to do that. It's like, who cares? And here's the other thing is like, yeah, this is for you, exactly. Those, those, those shows are so pompous to begin with. All they do is they're trying to like embrace perfection the way they're trying to embrace perfection the way like a pageant does, right? So they're like, okay, like I have Prince, that giant. I have the I have the biggest Great Dane show dog in the country. He was like, he's the best, right? And it's like he he doesn't give a shit if he's doing it or not. But they're like, yeah, he's gigantic, gorgeous. He looks like a stallion, and they're like, right. And when he gets a little bit older. He's not going to be able to do it anymore because they're trying to capture these dogs at like the pinnacle of their perfection, right? Yeah. So the so what you're doing is pompous and sort of aesthetic and w- sort of weird to begin with, yeah, right? You're and not, then you're like, you're, you're, so then no. you're like, okay, so after the dog has babies and then their like body stretch out and then their nipples get bigger, it's like, right, just the way the ooh, male ooh. dogs once they their balls start to sag and all that kind of, it's like, right, you're you you're taking a pop a pompous culture and then you're splitting hairs of like the degrees of pompousness. Come on, do they judge judge the dog's dick in the com- in the competitions? Like, is that a part of it? Like that one of the the scores is like nice hog. So here's what they do. So with Prince, they do this thing where they feel their back legs and then they have to feel their testicles. So when I was training him to do it, I had to like I had to like fondle his balls and get him used to it. <laughs> and he, dude, he's, he's like a 210 What's pound Great that, Dane. He's like, but he's that's ball- for the, the show? <laughs> yeah. They check their teeth. They have to check, they check their scrotum. And he was just like, all right, bro. I didn't know we were on this level, but all right. And then do they give like, like a check? Like, oh, this guy had like a nice stick. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> like this guy's pat. He's got sick piece. Well, the best, okay, this next sentence is like making me laugh a lot, but the females who aren't breeding, but in heat are always great for competition. But they say one of the problems is during the female cycle, which occurs every six months, they can be moody. <laughs> so their coat may not be optimal, making it hard to compete. So like, sometimes if the dogs are on their period, <laughs> they, they go, yeah, but it's not fair that some of the do- the female dogs are a little bit erratic <laughs> when they're on their period. <laughs> Dude. Not funny. It, it's it's it, the culture we live in. Like I gotta tell you, like some I was I was hanging out with Schultz yesterday, right? And I'm like I'm hanging out, <laughs> and we're just we talk about this other time. I'm like, many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. 
Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. It's, you just get like, you just get like, fuck everything, fuck everybody. I just want to be in my bubble of people who don't think this way. Yeah, no, I mean, you know I mean, I've always said that. It's like, if you have, uh, it's impossible to, you don't want to be with anyone while they're going through, like, annoying phases, whether that's, like, a jet, like, or your friends or whatever. Anyone that's going through, like, an annoying phases, especially when you're, like, 30, you're like, yeah, dude, go, like, do that and then come back a fully <laughs> formed human. Because yeah, like, when someone, like, when someone breaks up with someone and then they're, like, right after, they're like, dude, I've done it so many they're like, um, they're just in that thing where like they wake up crying and they're like, and then we're, they, they start to, you're like, they start talking to you. Like they call you just so they can tell you what their problems are. So they, they're like, Hey man, just wanted to call to see how it's going. I'm like, yeah. How they, and you're just like looking at your watch. You're like five, four, three, <laughs> two, one. You know, I didn't really, you know, she was, I don't even think like me and her were black and there it is. <laughs> you're like, okay. <laughs> I was thinking that these girls, there, there's like this new thing of like female incels because the, it's the reason why Wait, what incel? like, what's incel so really see i told you just justin like really doesn't pay attention to any of this stuff like no. you're out of the game but like was, so incels for like the you know it's like a certain type of guy on the internet that um uh, the, the 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 classic version would be like the guy that sort of like he thought women were always turning him down and became like a school shooter or like in Toronto there was a guy that drove a a car into a bunch of people but they have oh, there's like, like different there's different types sociopath. I know too much of the types but there's like different groups there's like MGTOW and there's the other one but the like kind of criticism about them but it's one of those things like the flat Earth thing where. I know less of them than people making fun of it. You know, like, which is why it's kind of not fun to make fun of. People always be like, oh, these, like, flat earthers are so crazy. And you're like, I know, like, two flat earthers. And I've I've seen 85,000 people be, like, making fun of flat earthers, right? So it's less fun to make fun of. But the, right. the female incel is this new version where you're like, I'm going to be annoying. I'm going to have, like, this these insane, like, judgments on how you should be. And also, I should have this, like, cool, hot guy that treats me well. And I think Justin had the best point where you go... But why would they bother? They're not looking at you. Yeah, dude, I have this conversation with, I have this conversation all the time. And this is like, and I, and I have this conversation with women who are like, who are like very much on the forefront of like outspoken, strong women with social platforms, right? And we get, we get into full agreement about this conversation when we talk about like masculine, feminine energy. And what you have is you have a culture full of like cuckold dudes, right? <laughs> who go on things like Bumble, which is like, to me, a cuck site. It's like, Someone said, would you ever like, would you ever go out with a woman who asked you out? I'm like, when would she ever have, if I'm in the room with a woman that I find attractive, when would she even have the opportunity to ask me out? Like, I'm going to smile, look at her, walk up, say hello and do that because you're setting a dynamic from the beginning, right? You're like, oh no, I have to go on the, I need permission from her app to say hello. It's like, you're already starting out from a, from a, th- th- you're already that starting is out. true, but if th- you are a busy guy, there is a benefit to Bumble where like, you can just not even think about it. And then once you have the matches, it sort of like does the work. Right. And I'm you. sure that's the majority of the reason those <laughs> people are going, come on, please. Like the majority of people are going on that. They're like, here, I want to know she likes me first. So I feel comfortable saying, okay, because there's this whole hashtag culture, but like, 
you you here's what happens you have like chivalry is kind of dead and then you have men who are like their version of masculinity is a response to this like defensive femininity so it's like they're either like they either are like chest beating neanderthals who wheel a club right or you have these dudes who are like oh no i just want to like appease to like i i just want to i i just want to do all these things so she likes me and not offend her like they they don't under, they don't understand the sort of etiquette or have the savvy to be like no i can still be like a masculine man and consider her needs, consider her values, consider the things that she wants to do and still take the lead and set up a date. So she understands that I'm like being chivalrous and thoughtful. And at the same time, she can like relax and doesn't have to bring like her, doesn't have to wear her work pants onto a date, which what fucking woman wants that anyway. And like, I can still like fuck the living shit out of her, yeah, press I don't her head to wear into the pillow and cherish her at the same time, which is what every fucking woman wants. They want to be like, yeah, I want this guy to like love me, respect me, cherish the shit out of me. And I want him to fuck the shit out of me in a public restroom. Like that, that's what they all want. Yeah. And it's like I talked to so many women about that. And it's like all these things is like like I was I was I was having a conversation with like a friend of mine who's a celebrity whose whose girlfriend is like stunning. And she was like, yeah, men just don't do that anymore. It's so rare. So it's like you kind of end up settling or you feel like like, do I have to be the man in this relationship? And then it's like they end up presenting these. Then they end up going out with these dudes who are like so passive. And then they end up resenting the shit out of them. And then they start like hating men as a result of that. And it's like, it's just, it's just this perpetual cycle because you have dudes who just don't know how to, they don't know how to, they don't know how to treat women. And then you have women as a result who like are so emasculating and don't know how to let a man be a man and take the lead because they're afraid to like, well, I can't give up my dominant leadership role. And they, they think it's like a power struggle as opposed to this like synergy. Yeah, there is sort of almost like, that idea when you're talking about those type of guys and then the girls sort of because these guys have sort of like beat themselves down into this thing and then when they see them and then the guys are so like repressed like because all their masculinity or whatever is repressed and then they kind of when they do let it out it comes out in like these like yelly bursts or whatever yeah, there's it that is. toxic and then there's yeah, that and then they go oh look see i thought we got rid of that and you're like well the reason he hasn't gotten rid of it because like you've never let like when this guy suppresses all this thing it's the girl the christians that kind of end up being fucking you know prostitutes or whatever it's because it's so repressed then when it does come out it comes out in like a like a that's fucking- but that but let me tell you something that's all that's that's it's men's job to figure that out it's men's job to figure that shit out it's not women's job to give them permission to figure that it's men's job to figure that shit out and then when you have these women who are like and this is my favorite when they go well you know what it is i'm just like 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 i'm just feminine i'm in my power and like real men just can't handle me as if like as like masculine men want feminine women now Feminine woman does not mean, number one, a pushover. Number two, not a woman who asks for what she needs, not a woman who's not assertive, not a woman who's not powerful. Feminine woman means a woman who's, like, powerful and also can stand in her femininity, right? You have these women who are doing, like, an impression of the douchebag men who kind of, like, you know, treated them like shit in high school. And they're like, no, 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 men just can't. It's like, no, men aren't looking at you. It's a good They're point. not looking at you. And then they get upset. They're like, real men just can't handle me. So then you end up dating these like pushover dudes. And then it's like, oh, see, this guy can't handle. It's like, no, like the women that I, the like I work with so many powerful executives, artists. Zoe Kravitz was like, I was fucking on that TV show. She ran that fucking production, right? She ran that fucking production from top to bottom. She was just feminine as shit. We had like, we had intimacy scenes together. Like at, at no point was I, at no point was I like, man, this is like, like, 
she was like a boss ass fucking chick. And at no point was she like sitting there like wielding it around like some fucking tough guy or doing an impression. Or, like, like she handled that shit well. And it was like, she was a feminine fucking powerful woman. And I work with so many women like that and they still maintain their femininity and none of them do this immature version of like these women who are like, no, I don't get it. Like they start beating their chest, like like they start beating their chest about like how porn stars are like such an empowered thing for women. And I'm like, what are you fucking talking about? It's the most like, <laughs> the most, like self-exploitive thing a fucking human being could do. And it's like, now you're weaponizing your pussy and then like devoid of intimate, like any woman wants to do that. Like stop it. Like who the fuck are you talking to? And then when you talk to all those powerful women about that, and I know, dude, some of my clients, CEOs of these art galleries around these corners, that they don't sell pieces in those places for less than $10 million. Like, they fucking run this shit. They have houses. They own, they own properties in some of the most expensive buildings here. They have, they have houses in goddamn – they have houses in the Hamptons. They were, and all of them look at women who, like, do that shit. They go, oh, that's just some – those are just, like, dumb girls. That's how they think about women who talk that way. Yeah. They do. They also – and I'm like – I'm not, and like I, the majority of my following is women. The majority, like I work with mostly women. Like I'm exposed to all these different types, and I'm sitting there with like powerful women who like, and I'm not talking about like made a million dollars. I'm talking about like continue to earn millions of dollars. Like not someone who like lucked out and like, oh look, my fucking Instagram account, I got all these swipes. Like, great, I get that. I'm talking about like chicks who are like, no, 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 I have my law degree. This is this is my Range Rover because the other one's in the fucking shop. But can you do me a favor? I need to rent another car this weekend because I have to ship. I have to send the guy over to my house in the Hamptons for the weekend because he's building the deck and I want him to stay in the guest house for the weekend so we can get it done by the time I. I'm talking about like people make some fucking money and make choices. None of them act that way. They're like, no, I'm like powerful and feminine at the same time. They laugh at women like that. Yeah, they don't have like their guard up about every little thing. Why would they need to? Yeah, it's a confidence thing. This guy, well, this article, six things men do as sexist, which is a good, a good one for Justin Silver. But the the experiment. So this article is San Francisco-based dating coach Emily Loves went on 101 Wait, dates with 50. Emily Lo- loves Emily Emily loves. She went L-O-V-S. on 101 dates. There's a she word on, for that. She goes 101 dates with 52 different guys. That's why the my first thing I said about this, I so go. No one asks you out more than three times. <laughs> exactly. And then go. imagine uh, a guy did that. Like out of the gate, she's doing an article about how guys are sexist. And she's like, yeah, I just took right. a 52 guys out on my date for an experiment that I was writing. Like, I'm, yeah, you, who, like, like Tucker Max, you mean? <laughs> I get, okay. uh, yeah, I, I'm writing my book. I hope they serve girl yeah. beer in hell. Again, you find, go, findings from a whore. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Yeah, and then the article is how the oh these are things the guy did wrong. It's like you, let's start with here's one uh, here's a thing that someone might be doing that's sexist. Use fifty two guys so you can write in an, an experiment. Dollars. <laughs> That's like saying, dude. It's like I went out and like uh, it's 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 like it's like here. Uh, 101 ways women give bad blowjobs. Here's what I did. I lined them all up in a room and blindfold them and stuff. Come on. Yeah. The 101 ways that women won't respect a man. So I fucked 101 women and never called them again to find. It's like, what are you talking about? And she goes, all right, let's hear it. As she sat chatting on her, as she sat chatting with her date, another man stopped at the table to talk business with the guy she was with. Obviously, I'm an entrepreneur. I mean, I don't know if you know that. And every time I try to interject or share an opinion based on the conversation, I felt as though I was sidelined and treated as a little kid. 
And I was like, out of the gate, you go, imagine, <laughs> imagine like you're on a date with someone and a colleague of hers shows up and they talk for about business for a second, like that they have together. And you're like interjecting on their personal conversation. Like someone from her work shows up and he's like, hey, we have this, uh, I don't know if you heard, but this problem at work, this guy's being annoying. Have you tried paying him more? <laughs> like, hey, just let us, you know. I just like, can you let us, uh, oh, I don't know. And you're like, well, yeah, maybe you don't know the intricacies of our like hedge fund that we're talking about because you don't work there. Dude, Obviously, I'm an entrepreneur. I write articles about sex. Can I, you, how ref- I gotta be honest with you. How refreshing is it to like think the way you and I think like, when we have conversations about this kind of stuff, wherever it's like, how refreshing is it to like not be subjected to like, that sort that whole dating culture and the way that so many people do it i'd be like i'd fucking put a gun in my mouth yeah I'd, put, I'd, I'd literally put a gun if like i dated like if i dated like like masculine energy women if i was like a sh- or if i was like a shithead to women and like didn't know how to treat them right it was like i like i never run into these issues with women I, I never, never either. I've always said this that like, dude, any girl that's kind of like really in this stuff. I mean, again, it's like I don't think you want to invest with into people that are like going through nonsense to begin with. But if yeah. you do, it doesn't t- like. I mean, me and Daddy were talking about this too, but it's like he was going on some dates that like a girl their whole life was about like hating Trump or whatever, right? And she's like, he's wrong on this. He's like, literally hung out with her for an hour. By like three hours in, she was like ready to put a mega cap on. It's like that's how like impressionable these people are. Yeah. Danny's like a Trump guy, but he was just like, yeah, I mean, he didn't do that. He didn't do this. Like it was just, so when people, when people are like so all in on a thing like that, a lot of girls, the truth is like the girls that are men that get so impressionable that they get wrapped up. It's like, once you have their ear, it's like, cause they were listening to all their friends. And if, if they're listening to you now, instead of their friends, it's like, you can switch them back pretty easily too. Especially if they're like 25. I, I, could get, I could get so personal on the thumb. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, you know, but I, it's the same way like 22-year-old dudes, and you know, they'll listen to whoever, right? Like, you know, there's a certain type of guy that whatever crew they're in, the kind of like main guy in that crew will have that little, that guy having all of his opinions very soon. You see it on the internet. People start following a guy and then that becomes their, you know, internet dad and they think everything he thinks, right? But like yeah. a girl that's in the like 23 going through some phase, it's like, you can you can wrap that brain back out of that pretzel and like a a week it's not even fully formed yet right it's like you're not the, the brains it's not even fully developed yet at 23 men or women and women listening but women's brains are no one's are <laughs> whether or not she's on a date 1950-esque ideas about women and work the outcome of his actions was the same loves felt that she didn't have a place at the table it didn't take long for her to move on to someone new. It's like, well, yeah, you're doing an experiment about a hundred days, so probably right, you're looking. You're, you're going in. You're look. You're going in looking for reasons to write this experiment. So you're looking for the negative. You're not like, oh yeah, I tried to. I really like this guy, so I tried to work it out with him. There's one thing I expressed the fact that I felt this uncomfortable. Blah 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 blah. And then you have a conversation with him, and then you see if he's got like enough emotional intelligence to hear you out about it. And then you see if maybe you were wrong or being interjective, and you don't know what his relationship was with that person, or if he felt uncomfortable speaking about business and an inject. And like bringing you into that like none of these things were probably investigated for that which is the way you would really go forward in a relationship to build number one communication number two connection number three intimacy moving on also yeah if you had um, i would have a field day with this person <laughs> if you had if you were the type of person though too that like 
the guy, if, okay, if the guy was like, if you're on a date with a girl and your boy shows up and you hang out with him for like an hour and talk about business, like, yeah, like if I was on like a first date you're an and you showed up and me and you talk about comedy for an hour while she's there, that's a lot. But it's like, sure. did that happen? Or was this guy, you know, his buddy showed up and he talked to him for like five minutes and you're like, I didn't have a place at the Is this table. the same as the dog lady? No, it's a different lady. Oh, I think it's the same lady. It's, they're all the they're all the same lady. <laughs> I know that's my point. <laughs> when people hear the word sexist, they tend to think of the most offensive thing they can they can. Um, says uh, De, uh, Demetrius Figiona is this guy's name, the creator of A Mighty Love, a podcast focused on dating and relationship advice, which probably sucks. Um, but sexism, which in the case of romantic relationships, usually impacts heterosexual couples. Usually, that's sometimes it even in, sometimes sexism, which is also funny, like two lesbians in the one being like you're in the kitchen you're a woman she's like you are too <laughs> yeah <laughs> two gay guys <laughs> go fix the shed no you fix the shed you're the man you're supposed to be the man too <laughs> is bro so sexism is broken down into two categories hostile and benevolent sexism hostile mm. sexism is more overt cooking is a woman's job is what they say and we usually think of that but benevolent sexism on the other hand is often subtle so and so let me put oh let me put air in your car tires so you don't have to get your nails dirty that's benevolent sexism i'd like to say my uh put in your um twitter handle benevolent sexist <laughs> benevolent sexist? i consider myself a bit of a benevolent sexist <laughs> so one so one's like an aggressive form of it the other one's sort of just like uh anything it's, the it's other degrading one is it's kind anything. of degrading the, the other one is anything like if a girl's picking up like something really huge and you're like you want help with that like i don't need help with anything <laughs> I find it so funny too, because like I have none of the the guy traits where like I need to, and I feel no sort of ways about them because I've you know especially like I'm confident enough, I've been successful, whatever. I was always like in any most groups growing up in my life, I was like a. Uh, I wasn't a bitch or anything like that. So when this idea where girls try to flip it on me and they'll be like, hey, you know, this is like kind of the guy's job to like fix the air conditioner, for example. I was like, yeah, I mean, or it could be your job to call the guy and I'll pay for it so we can do that too. <laughs> like, I have no ways about girls trying to use like the guy thing about making me do stuff. It's like, yeah, you should change the tire. It's like, yeah, or you could also change the tire because I have no interest in doing that. <laughs> Here, here's the bottom line of this is like, there's a lot of pussy ass men who write articles that are like, the, the counter version of this. So they're like the shithead guys are like, here's why women suck. Right. Which okay. is basically, they're the equal opposite of these like dumb women. They're just like solid article. Bone hose, what? <laughs> I've read that article. Solid article. <laughs> solid article. You don't like, you can almost be like, listen, neither of you are going to be happy or find what you're looking for with this, with this paradigm anyway. So what ends up happening is like at one point they either just remain angry and they just stay miserable people forever. And they, they're lonely or dissatisfied yeah. in relationships or at a certain point, like somebody that like close to them just sort of like kicks, like sort of kicks reality to them. And they're like, Oh yeah, I've been like a fucking asshole my whole life. And then I read some stupid book, like getting to, I do, which is like a horrible title, but like solid advice. <laughs> and like, Oh yeah. Like I realized like, I was game. either going to be right and miserable <laughs> or I was going to be fucking, I was going to realize like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, a, a female dickhead or like I'm a male piece of shit. You know what I'm saying? A male, female dickhead. I would uh, well, male dickhead is like, that's just given. Like they're, no, they're both dickheads. Male, female they're both dickhead. assholes. It's uh, the guy who has the, yeah, you have the game. Like when you call, go to a hotel, like, do you have a, my, the Bible in the, in under the drawer? And they're like, yeah, we have the Bible. Like, no, my Bible, the game. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, you I was know loving the funny? idea of a female of uh, of negging, but I was gonna do like a, a pickup artist, but like a, a woke pickup artist, like because he's you know getting pussy for not liking Trump and stuff like that. And well, they have ne- him now. Yeah, I know, but then of course, of course, but the negging is um, when you go up to a girl and you say, um, "Oh, uh, do you identify as a man or a woman?" <laughs> so that's progressive negging. You're asking them, <laughs> you're asking them what their gender idea is. And I said that uh, you uh, you change. It's even progressive nagging. Traditionally, you say phrases like, um, uh, hey, is he bothering you? You know, and we've changed that to, is he bothering you? <laughs> That's the progressive. Did you do a joke about it, progressive nagging? <laughs> no, I'm going to do a video about it. Oh, changing, shit, I want to be in that one. Is he bothering you to, okay, you can be in that one. You're changing, is he bothering you to, is he bothering you? He's going to give me a laugh. <laughs> That's the new version. <laughs> Progressive but you're tweeting it. Yeah, you tweeted at him. <laughs> oh, dude, that's so funny. Yeah, and they say, for example, women found that dating guys with sexist attitudes reported more fights about power, dynamics, jealousy, abuse, and cheating, among other things. And you go, okay, so self-reported sexist attitudes by people that took this study. And also, it's like, we had more fights about cheating. Like, what would that matter if he was sexist or not? Whereas, right. like, a, yeah, normal, not sexist guy would be completely fine about my, Like, who's cheating? Is it him or you? Like, how are you not fighting about that either way? <laughs> <laughs> People that have sexist boyfriends get more fights when they cheat. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, my like, God, dude. That's great. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. So these are a few of the ones she says. So when you say, I'm not looking, this is like a her things that she says are a problem. One is like when you put her on a pedestal. So that's one of the things. Like sometimes Wait, you can this is a problem or not a problem. This is a problem for her. So if, if sometimes sexism can come across as a friendly gesture, rushing to open a car door on your date to make sure she gets home okay, or examples. So that's the kind of shit. Like anytime, anytime that you're kind of like going over the top for a girl, they say like that's you know sexist behavior. Or and you go, there's all this stuff where you go. The problem is women, men do stuff that they think you'll like. Like, the guy's not doing that to be sexist. He's doing that because he thinks you're going to like it and then maybe he can smash. Let me, even, like, do you one, let me even do you one. Let me even do you one better on this, right? Here's what... Here's what women complain about, right? Yeah. And at the same time, they this is where men's subtlety of this... When men fuck this up because of their lack of couth on etiquette and how to do it. And women, women are unclear about what they want and don't want. First of all, when I'm walking down the street, right, and it's like shit's gotten like a little sketchy with COVID, right? Yeah. And especially like there's certain corners. Like I live in a nice neighborhood, but there's certain corners where like that corner is a little – there's like little pockets in New York where shit's like sketchy, right? And I'm walking with unsaid girl's name, right, and she looks good and all this stuff. And we're walking down the street, and there's like – I know there's something sketchy. Like I take her by the hand, and I'm like, here, come – I'm like, walk on the side of me, right? Because you don't have – the, the like sixth sense and that input that a male has with testosterone or as good I'm as looking around, I'm like, I was that <laughs> or as good of peripheral vision, <laughs> <laughs> but like, That's I'm like on guard. Cause I'm like, listen, if this dude, like I'm the first thing getting attacked in order to like, I still have like my job still to protect you and make you feel safe. And also I want a woman who wants me to protect her and make her feel safe. That doesn't mean I'm like, Hey bitch, uh, wear this burlap sack when you go jogging because I don't want your fucking kitty part. I'm like, what are you talking about? So there's number one, there's that. And there's also like, I'm a, if like if I'm like, hey, uh, if you're taking a cab, I'm like, hey, call me or, or, or you're taking the train, I'm texting when you get home so I know you got home safe. 
like that's not me putting you on a pedestal as much dude as that's like, on the list <laughs> you you're fucking kidding me no i'm not i'm like i'm like text me when you get home safe like why you don't think i can get home safe i'm like all right you know what go hang out with the guy who doesn't give a shit if you got home safe right but me. any woman who's sitting there and being like so he made me text me get him so here's what that really comes down to right women want I'm be honest with this women want to like a guy more a little bit more than that guy likes them and then none of these things are complaints they're all like oh my god like he really cares like they, they want to be chairs of care for yeah so in the case where if you took any of these dudes that she's complaining about right and he was yeah, like she, a, be a positive guy, she'd be like i'm really into this dude and he's considerate and like cares now assuming she's not going to go for the guy who's like like i said like the fucking the the club wielding man who's like you know like beating his chest like a fucking gorilla you understand what i'm saying yeah. she's like no this dude's like considering all this thing is like he asked me to like text him like of course because you're like we're he's he's showing you it's expressions of his care because if my sister right we're taking a fucking train or a cab home she better fucking call me when she gets home so i got know she got home safe plus if this relationship goes well and we're and like at one point we're gonna hit like the age of where we're gonna have kids you better think that if we have a fucking daughter that I'm going to ask her to text me when she gets home and you should be looking for that <laughs> That's a, in the man a that you're dating. That. You're like, what? Wait, we have a daughter together and you know she's, you didn't ask her to fucking text you when you Yeah, seven-year-old like, girl out of your fucking home. mind. <laughs> That's a funny angle on that, yeah. Seven-year-old girl is like going to her friend's house texting. She does not need to text you. Right, okay. All right, lady. You know what? Here's the thing. Do you, here's, here's what I want you to do. Hitchhike your way home. Don't text me when you get there. And you know what? I'll just look at I'll just look at the newspaper tomorrow. And if like if I see, you know, if I see you're not dead, I'll I'll, I'll maybe maybe I'll text you and you know, I'll call, I'll call you a cunt in the pro. Is well, that good? Are you happy? And then we have when you pay for the date without asking her if that's cool first. <laughs> you're you're getting advice from the fish. That's all this is. And there's so much articles out there. Dude. It's the fish giving you advice on how to catch a fish and you're like st don't ever listen to any of this nonsense. This is, I mean, dude, like, <laughs> listen to this. These, the nerve I of got the into audacity. A remember when I told you about, remember when I told you about that chick I got into a fight with because she was like a client of mine and then she was like hitting on me and like, yeah, I told you yeah, the whole yeah, thing yeah. that happened, right? Yeah. Okay. So I kind of keep like professionalism, like I don't, I don't blur those boundaries too much. I don't do it in common. Like I don't, I just don't, I just don't do that. No, right? me neither. So I know you don't. I don't fuck any of the dudes I hang out with. Right. So. <laughs> So like I, I was like working with her and then she was like every she was like you know because I become friends with a lot of people in this neighborhood and a lot of people I work with are in this neighborhood it's like oh yeah we'll grab a drink like right after we're done working and then it became like and then it became like oh your birthday's coming I have to take you out for your birthday and I'm like uh you know why don't we go like why don't we go like we'll go when like this girl I'm seeing is coming out here and like she's like well wh why can't I just take you out I'm like ah it's like all right she kept like n like insisting 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 so. Like after like and at one point, um, uh, after like she said she's like oh I'm at this bar around your corner I'm with my friend right now like why don't you come by so I came by and she was like with this dude and the two of them like the two of them like making out I'm like fuck I'm I like crashing someone's date here, and then I'm like hanging out with this dude and you could see he was like sort of I don't want to say like I don't want to sound uh I don't want to sound like fucking chess he was like you could tell he was like kissing up to me like he knew who I was from like comedy and all these other things okay. he's like oh I've seen you I was like so you could see there was a little bit of like he was like standing on his toes a little bit like emotionally me. I'm like you don't have to fucking do that like I wasn't challenging him in any way but I was like she sort of like if I was on a date with some chick and then she was like yeah and now I called this dude over 
who's like, you know, this like like my dog trainer and like comedian and he's like good looking dude and it's like we're on a date together and now he's at, like i'd be like what are you doing like i'm on a date with you like our, our yeah, time is our time like, i'm like it's it's sort of like i'm like what were you trying to like and i could see like he was uncomfortable and then it made me uncomfortable and i was like all right whatever so then at a certain like th- and and these were not like huge red flags in terms of like working with somebody at a certain point i'm like all right this person's just a little off and doesn't really have like they're, they're not really taking my temperature real well when i express like hey I have boundaries for this type of shit. So at one point, like we had this conversation and like after we were working with that, we had this conversation and I, and like she started like disclosing to me like why she so like, she's like, oh, this guy, he's he was like crying after sex and all this stuff. And like, I had to dump <laughs> this guy and I go, and I go, the dildo yeah, hurt. I would, and I was like, I would, I would suspect that was the thing. She's like, she's always been like, you know, when we were having sex, you'd be like, oh my God, like no one's ever made me feel this way and blah, blah, blah. And, you made, and I was like, Right. I would think that those were the type of guys that you would meet based on the way that you act. And she was like, what? She was like, I, I think I'm so good about this. Like, I'm like, I don't want to be on texting too long. So like, I'm like, hey, like once we start texting, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I want to get off texting immediately. I'm like, well, who's the one who suggested? She goes, I do. And I go, and then, so what do you suggest? I'm like, so why don't we meet somewhere? I'm like, well, then who picks the place? She's like, I do. And then, you know, and in order to be fair, I'm like, hey, like, like, let's, let's split the check. And I'm like, and then they agree to that. She goes, yeah. And I go. She's like, I'm like, you wouldn't last three seconds with someone like me. Yeah. And she was like, why? I'm like, because like, I wouldn't even consider you. I wouldn't even consider dating somebody like you because number one, you set the dynamic by you're like, like the whole point is like, I'm courting you. Right. So it no. So you're wondering why you date these like pussy ass men who sit there and cry in bed and think like you want the dude like fucking the shit out of you and making you orgasm with his cock. And you've been like, I don't know how that dude made me feel that way. And, right, but here's how it does. It's because that whole sex process takes place from the moment you two start interacting because he's courting you, and in a way, it's like, you're like, oh, this dude's like, you know, consider my needs, anticipate, like, like, like it's all backwards here. So then, so then he's the chicken bed. Like, what do you think is going to happen? <laughs> but when I, I feel like some people probably, like, when they listen to stuff like that from a guy like you, they're like, oh, well, yeah, but you're better with girls. It's like, yeah, but everyone does the same thing. It's just with a different caliber of girl. Like, whether you're, whether it's a nine or a seven, it's like, the, you might have fucking, you know, whatever date, whatever chicks you date. And if so, even if someone's like some 300 pound dude, it's like, you're still going through the same shit, the different, the caliber of chicks just different right it doesn't matter right it's like it's it's like you're right 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 the the fork stays on the left and the knife stays on the right whether we're eating at fucking denny's or we're eating at a five-star restaurant it's the same process and 100 yeah exactly and 100 percent, there is no one in the world that's a chick that doesn't love love the move where especially on the first day you go to the washroom and then pay for the check and then you come back and she's like what's up and you're like oh yeah let's get out of here she's like we have to pay and like i took care of it they love it's that's the ultimate in G moves. But it's not but that's such a given in my mind. I'm like if you're at the point but Sometimes where you can't chicken. escape to the bathroom and make it happen. And sometimes it's too hard to do that sneaky move. Dude, I go like this. I go like this. I go, listen, I appreciate the fact that you want to participate in this, but it like I I asked you out. I like if I ask you out, that means I'm taking you out. Now, if count and conversely, you're like, Hey Justin, thank you for taking me out. Now I'd like to take you out. I will agree to that. But right now, I'm asking you out, which means I'm asking you out. I'm taking. I'm asking to take you out. Oh, okay. A few more is uh, when you put her on a pedestal. We just did that. When you make assumptions about her interests without asking first, <laughs> like uh, so. Uh, I don't know. What's your favorite spatula? 
do you use uh, spices or what cleaning supplies do you go with? It's just like, and then she goes, maybe she doesn't like cooking. Yeah. I, uh, whoever like just assumes off the bat, the girl likes cooking. Maybe she's a whiskey connoisseur, a soon to be executive. And maybe she's more interested in being an auntie than a mom. It's like, may, you don't know. Maybe she's the president. <laughs> you don't know what this girl is about. How old, how old is this woman who wrote this? Song? They're all like 30. They're all 30. I'd <laughs> of say. Of course they are. 25 to 30. Of, when you pay for the day, oh my, they don't of like that. They are. When you assume she has nothing to contribute to a certain conversation, and it's like, yeah, maybe you shouldn't assume, but sometimes they don't. If you think women aren't capable of discussing certain topics, uh, I mean, I don't know who thinks that. Or the, well, I guess maybe certain topics, like, hey, my balls are itchy. Uh, <laughs> anything that, uh, anything you want to add to that? No, I gave you a fair shot, and you proved to have nothing on the topic. <laughs> it's just wow. like. It's people that want they want the the world to just change around them. You know what I mean? No, uh, it's people. You know, here's what it is. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. What, here's what it is. You have you have you have people who are in the early stages of becoming adults with their fingers on keyboards, thinking that what they're saying is actually making a difference to other people, and then believing that the shit they write is actually is a, is dog is dogma. Yeah, and that's the problem. You're like, yeah, there's sort of no crack because anybody can write anything, say anything, publish anything. I mean, we're doing it right now on this podcast. It's self-produced, but but it's sort of like, yeah. But at the same time, it's like you shouldn't really be writing art. You want to write, you want to read like great books on like this thing, like Nathaniel Brandon, who wrote Pillars of Self-Esteem. Who what? Is it Art of Seduction? <laughs> art of Seduction. He also wrote this book, like The Psychology of Romantic Love, and it literally explains from everything, like marriage as a concept, why it used to be because, like you know, land used to be next to each other, so people would marry for those reasons. Then, when they in the in the actual Industrial Revolution, when like like when people started marrying for love, then they start discussing monogamy, and it's like you have like you have like philosophers, psychologists, and like. Every like these people weighing in, like know what the fuck they're talking about. They're not just a bunch of twenty to thirty something year olds who like went on a hundred dates without like and the, calling themselves a dating call. Like, Imagine what the getting fuck advice from that about? person. Yeah, what what is the advice you're offering? It's like when people give you advice on a company or advice on how to do comedy and they've never done it, and you're like, don't like you you're literally getting advice from someone that doesn't know how to right. do you're this. You're not you're not an expert at this, and your advice is just like how the guys need to do things differently, and <laughs> you're like. But they go, um, when you try to impress her by positioning yourself as an authority on, well, everything. And here's my advice to girls. Don't date anyone that reads this kind of article. But there is something to be like, you know, I think even as I got older, there was a bit of me being like, okay, talk about yourself like less and a bit of that. And everyone about, sort of gets about that. less? Yeah, I think every 20-year-old, like, they just kind of everything's just yeah. only talking about themselves. But there is also this other thing with, like, Especially it depends on your dating. If you're talking to 20 year old chicks and you're like a 25 year old dude and you're like talking to a 20 year old girl and you go, girls don't like the guy who's like, uh, you know, you might think that guy's annoying because he's like, oh, I'm the expert on this. And then you go, but that guy's smashing. Like, then that's the problem. So these girls are like, oh, these guys need to stop acting like they're an authority on everything. It's like, yeah, they'll stop doing it when you stop having sex with them. That's, that's when they'll stop doing that. Yeah. Not when they read enough articles, they'll stop doing that. When it stops working. So that's the gist on that. But in terms of the paying thing, I'll give women some great advice to solve all these problems. Well, right? there's no ladies watching, but you can rela- the guys can relay it to the girls. Here, <laughs> guys with your girlfriends or like men who want to like women date older. Oh, 100%. That's the date minimum. older. And vice versa. Like, I think. Date older. 
It's like eighty five. Those women's probably be like, yeah. And then I dated a guy who was like, I'm in my I'm thirty, and then like I dated a guy who was like forty two. You were like, yeah, date older. Like, oh (laughs) yeah, yeah, you picked that. And he knows how to make me come because his form of sex education isn't from watching fucking Pornhub. Like, yeah, we have different theories on that. Your theory is like date a girl, and even after a year, still be laying down like nonstop performances. And my theory is I'm not doing that. I don't. I do not have that theory, dude. (laughs) Oh, you're saying at the beginning. I think I mean listen that shit ebbs and flows always but like I I no I don't have that theory Ryan okay. I know of course of course I thought you had more of the theory like five times a week even if you're married no I don't think that I don't okay. I, I, I absolutely don't think that and that's dude, not never been the case. I, don't, I don't think that's possible I don't think I dude the fucking dopamine system and novelty I understand how the fucking what do they call it? The um, not the hedonistic circle. Uh, the helio the helios effect. The helium. Uh, what is it called? The heli. I forgot what it's called. It's basically how your dopamine system gets used to something and then it becomes less rewarding. It's like they take rats, they stick them in a fuck, they stick them in a tank together. They put take a bunch of male rats. The males are fucking the females. And then the males lose interest. They put a new female in. It's like boom, their testosterone goes right back up. Yeah. Again. It's It's exactly very accurate uh, synopsis of humans, too. It's like, what can I do to spice this up? Uh, Be someone different? (laughs) Dude, that's why that role play shit comes in good. You're like, yeah. It can work if you get into it. But yeah, Lev's like. But here's the thing is like, dude, dudes like you and I are like as fucking busy as we are. Like, do you know what my day is like? Yeah, yelling at girls in the park so <laughs> they can't like, have yeah, a dog like, this size. I have to so compartmentalize. I have, like production is comedy. The other thing I'm doing, dog stuff. It's like to compartmentalize time to like go away for a weekend. It's like I have to like I have to consciously like shut shit down to focus so I'm not on my phone the whole time. So I'm like I'm giving you this time and attention because I fucking care enough and you're the person that I want to spend time with. Like, like it take it like. Well, stuff like that with relationships like that like they take it takes like effort man you better be prepared to make a fucking effort yeah i know That's or set it up in a way that you don't have to <laughs> yeah yeah but lev said that he uh he was like telling us he's like eats out a girl for like 15 minutes before he ever has sex and he always makes her come first and i was like yeah uh, miss me with that <laughs> so- oh i always do i always <laughs> do i did a i did a, i did an episode on my i did an episode on erotica where she comes first and it was like I, yeah i but but in another way it's sort of like here's the deal it's like if you put too much pressure that they have to come every time that puts too much pressure because sometimes it's yeah. like a process exactly right. yeah and, and they love the fact that like like just like i want to go down i'm like i'm like you know what you just went rollerblading i love the fucking smell of your ass while you're sweating like bend over when you just go rollerblading they say that to you no i'm saying that that was really fucking funny <laughs> <laughs> justin comes in with the rollerblades he's got the knee pads like, on yeah, elbow like, pads i want to go down like i want to just get you up they just want to get you off sometimes so it's like pull your fucking top down like <laughs> blown like the way like that like yeah it turns me on to fucking be able to like get on my knees and blow you sometimes but i'm like but the other aspect of it is like it's the same reason you want to kill on a comedy club you're like yeah i want to like i want to be like yeah i fucking killed here yeah with a new audience (laughs) (laughs) the same old comedy club with the same 50 people showing up day after day you know what the funny thing about ryan is here I'll, i'll i'll pull a little bit of the fucking curtain back ryan as uh as like aggressive as you are like you're a you're a fucking sweetheart so you know yeah. chicks love chicks love you no, because i'm not like, i'm a bad boy <laughs> no you're not chicks love you because you are a fucking sweetheart they dig you because you're like you're you're a fucking you're a sweet caring fucking person so that's why you can get away with all the shit you get away with. <laughs> yeah doing all this sort of stuff is like you know doing doing like the podcast and videos and all this stuff you're like yeah ryan's a fucking he's a fucking awesome dude he's a sweetheart like what shut up 
Like, no, no, no. He's like this. He's just like this fucking rocker dude who has no problems and makes fun of everybody. It's like, nah, not really. He's a fucking hardworking motherfucker. He's a sweetheart. <laughs> I butt headfirst into the same shit that you walk into. Where yeah. people's like preconceived notions about who you are. Because I'm like, that you're gay. <laughs> yeah. I don't handle compliments well. The um, the the last thing I thought it'd be funny to talk about is because with with the the you know girls paying for bills and stuff like that, I thought it was funny because you were like the master at getting your money back. Like we went to oh my god, we went away for the weekend, and then Justin essentially the the place showed up and they kind of billed it wrong, and then he got the money back from the car and all these. And I, you have the ultimate like Jewish power to get all the money back, which I'm yeah. such a bad. I, I literally I could have got for, I I I post talking to my landlord to get a uh, rent decrease in COVID for the last five months. And I finally asked him and he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he took $400 off. And I was like, okay, I saved, I lost $2,500 just by like kind of being like scared to do it. Cause I'm not dude, that dude. It's such an interesting Like I've never, you know, like, and I'm, you know, like I make fun of Jews all the time. Like as a Jewish, I'm like, I, I, I join the club. I, right. I don't <laughs> think I fought. Like I never, I think I, I, Jewish jokes make me laugh. Like I, I don't fall into the, I don't fall into like the category of like defending my race type of thing. I think it's so fucking stupid. But like, I've never found, I've never found the stereotyping Jews are cheap to be. I've never found it to be true because I have so many Jewish. We have so many Jewish friends in comedy. It's, what like, do you find them, it? None of them are really like that. Here's what I. But here's what I think. I think. I think people. This is where I think that comes from. Is like, when I'm on the phone with my brother or I'm on the phone with my mom, and they're like, they're like, you know, my something happens. Like there's like late fees. I'm like, I'm like, ah, shit, these fucking late fees. It's just a given that you're never going to have to pay those late fees. And when people go like, oh, I got smacked with like, well, I owed on my credit card and then I had to pay like this balance and I got the late fees and, I, and then I'm like, well, wait, I'm like, you allow the protocol of the first level customer service agent to dictate what you're going to do as opposed to being like, well, put your supervisor on the phone. <laughs> Immediately. And give me your name. And then when I'm on the supervisor, I'm like, hey, um, yeah, for some reason, like I got a, uh, I got five months easily fees. Something was happening. I wasn't getting my mail. Whether I'm in the right or wrong, and most of the time I'm probably in the wrong with this. I'd be like, so I like, so I'm gonna pay this off right now. But I want you to reverse all five months of those late fees. They're like, well, sir, we can't do that. I'd be like, okay, um, my my family, we all have this credit card. I've been with you for ten years. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm uh, give me your name, put your supervisor on. I'm gonna cancel my credit card. I'm gonna let them know it's because you didn't want to. You'd rather lose my business than pay back $150. I have that right. And then they go, okay, well, we can do four of them. I'm like, which I, I wouldn't want to have five. to get uh, some, someone involved. But it's everything. It's like, I don't know, like late fees, things like that. The fucking the car Amazon thing. thing. You were saying that you could just like not pay for packages. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not like but if there's like some shit wrong or late. I'm like, yeah, I'm not paying. I'm not paying. Like, oh, doesn't prime want to go on record, I think. <laughs> prime means two days. If it's not prime, they're like, well, we can't take this thing back. They're like, I'm not taking it to the store. They'd be like, what was right, your well, brother's you. one? Your brother like got everything for free at the wedding. No, 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 no. My brother will do it. He does it like more slimier than I do. He'll be like, he'll go on some vacation with his chick, and they'll be. <laughs> he'll go, he went on some vacation with his chick. There was like some <laughs> insane resort, and there was like a bug. <laughs> and it's like you're at a resort in a country club, and it's like a roach or something like that. And he goes, "Yeah, I want my money back. Uh, there's roaches in your place." And he goes. They go, sir, well, we can't give you the money back. He goes, well, that's interesting because we're, we're holding a bat. <laughs> if you look, my, my friends are considering places to hold a bachelor party. And we this is the place that we were considering. But I, when I let them know about your insect infestation and I write <laughs> about it, 
I think we're probably going to change our minds about that. Can I have the three nights for free, please? And then they'll be like, okay. No, well, that's <laughs> now there's there's scumbag well, well, ways well, to do like that's scumming somebody through it, but it's like the general thing where it's like paying late fees and like critical. It's like come like those things. I'm like I just don't you know those things. I don't. I, I those things are just like at a certain point you have you have to like you know there's a certain wrestling match, but it's like you know if I've not if it's like five late fees or something like that and I made a general mistake or something, I'm like, dude, you're going to get that back. Yeah. I, I have crappy white guy scams, but these are my best ones is that, uh, when I use, when you go to the movies, uh, if you go with a bunch of guys, you can own, you buy two tickets and then one guy goes and then two guys go in and one guy goes out and takes the other two tickets. And then he comes back with another person and then, and then you, uh, and then you, then two other guys go out, or one other guy goes out with the two tickets again, and then brings another guy out. So you only need to do buy two tickets, and you can bring in as many people as you want, because one guy keeps walking out with the two ticket stubs and bringing a new guy in. Yeah, that's like white trash. <laughs> like, what do you, you make a lot of money? Like, what do you do? Like, why don't you just be like? Why don't you just do it the way I do? Why don't you just be like this? Why don't you just be like? I told you it's white. Why trash. don't you just do this? Like, here's how I. Here's my version of that, which is a little bit more like overt and not sneaky. I'm be like changing the price tags on shirts. Sir, you can't bring any outside. Like, I'll bring, like, whatever the fuck I want to eat into the movie theater. Because, dude, I can't stand it. Like, I hate buying shit at airports. I hate movie theater popcorn. It's like, yeah. you're fucking me because you, you can. You hoof it. <laughs> it's like, so I'm like, I know, I'm I'm like, Justin yeah, I'm going to. Justin hoofs a full bag of microwave popcorn up his ass. <laughs> I'm just, I'm going to bring a sandwich in because I'm like, they're like, sir, you can't bring it A sandwich outside. to a movie? Whatever it is. I'd love let's to say, go say, to the movies with you. Because if I'm real, I eat healthy. So that's the thing. So if I'm like hungry, I'm going to Unwrapping a sandwich. <laughs> whatever it is. So I'm like, I'll bring whatever I want to the movie there. They go, sir, you can't bring any outside food. I'm like, okay. First of all, I'm like, I'm diabetic. Do you want to have like this argument? And then I can like, <laughs> you be with your manager right now? Or can I just, what are you talking about? They're that's like, the oh, energy. Uh, like you have tickets for a living motherfucker. Like I'll bring whatever I want in the movie theater. <laughs> Always be asking to speak to the manager. Okay. Yeah. Guys, this is going to wrap this up. So the reason, you know, and I already mentioned this, but me and Justin will be in Rhode Island, and that is, what's the date again? <laughs> it is September 17th. That is a Thursday at 8 p.m. It is the Comedy Connection in Rhode Island. It's probably, it's one of the most fun clubs in the country. The guys who own it are awesome. It is indoors, and they do such a good job at making sure that they space the seating out so it's all socially distanced. It's going to be at like 30% capacity, but I did it last month with big jay ogerson and it was the most fun i had doing comedy since the quarantine started because it's like it feels like a legit real great fucking normal normal comedy club time and you don't have to worry about like oh my god is it gonna be okay we're we gonna be like they do a great job of making sure that everybody's safe that call everybody's wearing masks they do the whole thing and you don't wear masks at your table time. do you no you don't you don't all right good but you're like it's socially distanced it's enough social distance where people feel comfortable the drinks are great it's like it's a fucking good time man we're also even if it wasn't don't be a bitch just come anyway <laughs> yeah but the, yeah so we're there and um, you can buy the tickets at what comedy the comedy connection. You can get them. Too, right? Well, you yeah. can get them on either. Do you have them on your website? I'll put I'll put them up. All right. So you get them at Ryan Logg's website. You get it at mine at I am Justin Silver uh, is my social media, and then it's I am Justin Silver com. Or you can just go to the Comedy Connection and get tickets there. But me, and me and Ryan will be posting swipe ups. Um, we'll be posting swipe ups throughout the week, and if you just go on either one of our social media pages, you also see the um, the flyer for that as well. Yeah, check that out. I got a new video coming out Monday. It might be the I have a pretty I have a pretty good idea that I'm not sure if I'm gonna do because it's really a, uh, a lot. So there's very possible that this Monday is gonna be a video that gets people pretty mad. <laughs> We're gonna see. And this has been the Boys Cast. Boys, 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 boys. boys, 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 boys.